It's Thursday, September 9th, 2010. Wildfire spreads in Colorado. The BP blame game continues to continue. Plus, Obama calls for tax credits, even green ones. But will the GOP play along? Because I don't want to see new solar panels or electric cars or advanced batteries manufactured in Europe or in Asia. I want to see them made right here in the U.S. of A. by American workers. Yeah, no, they won't play along. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. In this case, the environmentalist nuts, I mean, this is their end goal. Um, not just the ones who pull out the guns. It is the elimination of humans. Curses and culturists found out our end goal. Release the flying enviro monkeys. She must be stopped. This is your Green News Report. Support for today's Green News Report comes from you, our listeners. Want to help ensure real, independent green news that isn't boring continues on our nation's mainstream public airwaves? Please stop by bradblog.com today and donate with your PayPal or credit card. Your vote of support is vital. Please donate at bradblog.com today. Okay, Des, flying enviro monkeys aside, I read today that Hyundai, South Korea's biggest automaker, has said that it invested $34 million over one year to create an electric vehicle. They're calling it the Blue On. $34 million one year. That's all it took. What's holding up the Americans? We live in Los Angeles out here. We've got houses that cost more than $34 million within just a few blocks of us. You know, you get the feeling that maybe these American automakers don't really want an electric car. Is that crazy for me to suggest that? Well, it's amazing what a little bit of government investment and support can do when you try. Yeah, very little. $34 million? And one year. What do you have for us today, Des? Here's your official heads up today about a day of climate action which will occur one month from now on 10-10-10. That's October 10th, 2010. 10-10-10? Yep, the folks at the nonprofit... I won't be able to remember that, but go ahead. The folks at the nonprofit environmental group 350.org are organizing a day of action and work on October 10th, 2010, which falls on a Sunday. They're calling on folks of all ages to get their hands dirty by working in their communities on projects big and small. Again, that's 350.org, 350.org. You can sign up and find events where you can pitch in to help rebuild your community on 101010. On to the news. The wildfire burning in the foothills west of Boulder, Colorado, that began on Monday, is now reportedly the largest in Colorado history. High winds and high temperatures have driven the fire to over 11,000 acres. 165 homes have been destroyed. And as of now, four people remain missing as fire crews struggle to contain the wind-driven fire. Now, what sparked the fire is still under investigation. But I hate to spread false rumors, but I think Ann Coulter might have started it. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. But an extended drought and a record hot summer aren't helping, and conditions have been exacerbated by a massive pine beetle infestation, which scientists blame on warmer winters. And that's left millions of dead trees in Colorado over the last several years. In the BP oil disaster in the Gulf, at the drill site, efforts to kill the well permanently now may not take place until October. BP and government scientists are taking additional steps now to ensure the integrity of the well before they proceed. There are concerns that it could still blow and leak into the Gulf. Also, BP has released its internal report of what went wrong in the days leading up to the explosion on the Deepwater Horizon rig on April 20th that killed 11 rig workers. In the report, BP says no one failure caused the accident, but rather, quote, 
a complex and interlinked series of mechanical failures, human judgments, and engineering design. BP's internal report takes some responsibility, but puts the rest of the blame on Transocean, which owned the rig, and Halliburton, which performed cement jobs on the well. Also this week, the Interior Department released its recommendations from a panel convened to assess the federal government's failures that contributed to the BP oil disaster. The report calls for tougher offshore drilling regulations on permitting, inspections, and environmental safeguards, and calls for better training and more funding to increase the number of inspectors, saying that oversight has not kept up with the increased pace of offshore gas and oil development. In the words of the first Republican president, Abraham Lincoln, I also believe that government should do for the people what they cannot do better for themselves. President Obama, now in full campaign mode, outlined another proposal to boost the economy in a speech Wednesday in Parma, Ohio, building on his Monday speech in which he called for new investment to rebuild the nation's infrastructure. In Wednesday's speech, the president announced a proposal to expand and extend the research and development tax credit for businesses, but with a twist. Instead of tax loopholes that incentivize investment, in overseas jobs, I'm proposing a more generous, permanent extension of the tax credit that goes to companies for all the research and innovation they do right here in Ohio, right here in the United States of America. Investment and research right here in the United States. The Republicans, I'm afraid, will be against it. Read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. And oh yeah, if anybody wants to donate via PayPal there, uh, $34 million, we'll be happy to build an electric car for you. Or for me, but not for Ann Coulter. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Let's take a